Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I am your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I am Brenda McCullough, your anime Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh. Ooh. A ghost. Where did that one come from? Because this show's about ghosts. (laughs) She's a ghost. Spooky one. I mean, I could have gone Patrick Swayze. But I feel like that's even old for my references. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think most would get it. But Jennifer Love Hewitt is good. Yeah. That's what she's most known for, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we are in the spooky Halloween spirit. and we Oh, are it's watching... a perfect time. I didn't even plan that. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I just realized, like, yeah, it's October. This makes sense. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's been October. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, we are watching a spooky show this week. Well, sort of. Uh, we are watching Mob Psycho 100. Yeah. Ooh. It's a good one. It's my pick. Yeah. So, Brendan, walk us through how you picked this one for this week. So, this series is from the same author uh, known as One. Uh, he's also the guy who did One Punch Man. So right around the time when One Punch Man, the anime, was coming out and exploding, everyone started looking into his other work and were like, hey, this is pretty cool. Why don't we turn this into an anime as well? And this came out, I believe, like maybe a year or two after One Punch Man and also got huge you know, acclaim and recognition and people really loved it. So hmm. this is one of, uh, yeah, I'd probably put this up in my favorites, maybe like top 30 or so, maybe top 20. Uh, so yeah, 30. uh. So this guy is an, uh, he was just a webcomic artist, I believe? Yeah, so he started out just drawing this, I guess, in his free time, and, I mean, I'm no artist myself, but his drawings are pretty bad, like, they're not great, (laughs) and I don't know if it's because he was pumping them out, like, every week and just rushing, or just didn't have enough time to it, or whatever, Um, and that's how One Punch Man started as well, and at least with One Punch Man... He was going to be like, hey guys, this is taking too much time up. I can't keep going up with this. It was a fun little project while it lasted. And I don't know exactly who, but it was like a bigger uh, animator said, hey, or a comic book artist said, hey, if you keep writing this stuff, I'll draw it for you and I'll make it look great. So he took okay. on the burden of drawing it for him and that's what kept the comic going. And then with hmm. the success of One Punch Man, Mob Psycho kept going as well. Uh, the power of teamwork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, d- uh, tossing out, like, the proper task for the right person who has the right skill set for it. So he's yeah. a good writer, and he gave the art to a good o- uh, artist. What a concept. Yeah. <laughs> Weird how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dana, do you have any experience with this show? Um, I think I watched the first episode a very long time ago with Paul. Uh, I don't remember a lot about it, except that it was strange. So I just wrote down, like, what I think it is. I wrote down, from what I understand, when his stress is at 100, some weird shit goes down. That's about right. That's what I understand. Yeah, I have a weird experience with this where I sort of skimmed the back half of this uh, show. Um, (laughs) Because this... Uh, this is another thing that uh, I worked on a little bit. I was trying to make like casting materials for this one tertiary character in the second half, and dude had no lines, so I had to skim <laughs> through the entire show to find anything to have someone read for casting, and it was a nightmare. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I vaguely get what's up, but I did not pay attention, because I was like, where is this guy? He's not in this episode. Skip it. <laughs> I can imagine. I've already uh, watched all of this. Um, and yeah, I can imagine because there are a lot of just like throwaway characters where you'll just never see them again. So <laughs> I sympathize <laughs> you with that on that. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, we are watching the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. 
and let's hop right in, shall we? Yeah. Ooh, spooky. Ghosties everywhere. <laughs> Ooh, they're surrounding Ooh. us at all times. It's like Ghostbusters they're... with a small child. <laughs> the dream what a <laughs> again. What? A oh concept. man, guys, Ghostbuster babies, let's make that happen. Yes, uh. please. <laughs> Ghostbuster Junior is our new. <laughs> the feminists are taking over. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Now the babies are taking over. No. Oh, and Slimer's the nanny, and he's got to take care of them all. Aww. Oh my god! <laughs> this one uh, actually worked. Uh, we are not gonna post this because we don't want anyone stealing our <laughs> IP. Download this our episode. IP based on that very popular <laughs> movie franchise. Our IP, not theirs, not Bill Murray's. Nope. So yeah, uh, we just finished watching the first three episodes of Mob Psycho. Uh, I watched all three dubbed. Uh, Me too. How did you two? I watched the first episode, uh, episodes one and three subbed, and then the second episode dubbed. I watched all of it dubbed. Found it on Verve. Yeah, that's where I watched it. Yeah. Not sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag Someday. not sponsored. Yet. Yes. <laughs> Wink. Verve. <laughs> uh, I um. also watched on Verve. Mm-hmm. Question mark? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. The quality is so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so episode one. Uh, this is a pretty simple st- uh, world and universe. It's just our world, but there's ghosts and psychics. That's about mm-hmm. the only real difference. And yeah. everything's super gross looking. So arguably, it's the same as this world. <gasps> Ooh, we just don't know that side of this world. Ooh, some people do, and they have network TV shows. <laughs> it's called Ghost Hunters. Um, yeah, this show is what I would call hideously beautiful. It's I ag- agree. Yes. It, uh, it is very clearly hand-drawn, which is uh, incredible, but uh, it can be very grotesque. Yeah, that's- I just think every part of it is neat. Yeah, that's a style they want to keep true to uh, one. The author. I I always have to preface this the author because it just sounds saying it's just weird calling him one. Um, they want to keep that true to the author's style because that's how he drew a lot of stuff, and even some of the reaction shots we see. So uh, this is the only one I know for sure. But like in the third episode, there's a reaction shot of a character, and that's how the author drew, or artist drew him, and they want to mm. keep that exact same shot, even though the quality is much higher now because it's an animated show. So they wanted to keep a lot of that pure to the comic because that added so much to the characters. And honestly, the reactions of the characters are some of my favorite parts because they're just so <laughs> over the top and so drawn in such a, a unique way we don't see too often. Like really leaning into that, like making it ugly for a reason versus just making everything beautiful just to be appealing. Yeah. Yeah. It also plays into uh, we tend to get like the. Uh, like with the jojo episode everyone's a beautiful boy mm-hmm. but uh we need to show the reality that there are ugly people in the world too yeah in fact oh most boy. people are not beautiful <laughs> a lot of people in this show are really ugly <laughs> opening up uh, episode one it's just this weird planescape of like this black and white world and it's just this person being attacked by all these monsters and this person's just cutting through them left and right with this godlike power and we don't really know what's happening he's just kind of crushing everyone until uh they hit 100 this counter hits 100 and they just kind of purge that world just like everything's wiped clean this was very reminiscent of like the shinigami realm in like death note where it's all very like black and white and then like all of the shinigami are really cool looking yeah. It's a similar situation where all the creepy ghosts guys are are very colorful and cool. Yeah, it's really highlighting the like the spiritual world, I guess, of this yeah. world. Or like in um, Legend of Korra. If you ever watched Legend of Korra, it's like that too. My favorite anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get into that. Uh, someday. 
Um, so yeah, that's how we start off, and then it cuts right to uh, Reagan, who is not the main character, but definitely a main character. Uh, he is this guy who's helping with exorcisms in the local town, and um, oh god, the lady he's uh, assisting. Oh boy, she's <laughs> that's a face. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is the clearest example of, yeah, they're going for the artistic style and not looking for appealing character design. Yeah. yeah. You can clearly tell. I like tell. how they pick and choose, like, who's going to look like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, it's clearly, like, Reagan's a main recurring character because he's comfortable to look at. This other woman <laughs> is not because she's hard to look at. Um, mm-hmm. No one's going to be scared away if this character looks like that. Yeah. Uh, and then her boyfriend comes up, and he's got, like, uh, tomato hair. Like, he's got, like, a stem coming out of his big, like, apple top head. Um, they're all just very cartoonish-looking, caricature-looking, and it's it's something I love. But it's also like, oh, boy, you're tough to look at for a long period of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this woman wants help uh, exercising a ghost that's been haunting her dreams and kind of terrorizing her. And her boyfriend thinks uh, this exorcist reagan is just full of crap and just swindling her for her money um so he goes off to hunt down the ghost and when he goes to hunt down the building he points to the wrong building like immediately (laughs) showing he's full of shit and he's just lying um and he's exactly what the boyfriend thinks there's spiritual energy everywhere sometimes it just gets so hard yeah (laughs) there's also a ghost in that building (laughs) And he tries to scare the boyfriend. I'm like, oh no, an evil spirit just walked past you. It's possessing that man. He's like, oh, you mean the butching goblin? And it's a dude with just this huge ass chin. Like, it looks like an ass. Um, I I don't know why, but the butt chins in this guy's, uh, in the author's one stuff is so prominent. Yeah. So prominent. It's very uh, I have also seen a little bit of One Punch Man, and there are many butt chins. (laughs) (laughs) It's a funny bit. (laughs) um so they go to the right building with the ghost and they find out like oh damn it's actually real like there is actually a ghost and he materializes himself in front of them and i really like the way they show this ghost forming and it's kind of like the only way i could describe it is like a stop motion painting yeah because it looks very painted on i loved that increments and then he fully forms and he's animated like everyone else but the way he like fades into the scene is something that's really cool and something I really love about this show. And we you can like see it. all of like the brush strokes like yeah. as they're moving. It's so cool. Yeah, um, the animation style is like very textural because it sort yeah. of plays with different like uh, uh, mediums and stuff of like paint, and sometimes it's like pencil, pencil drawings, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's clearly digital, and it's it all me, blends a, so um, well. There's a movie called The Tale of Princess Kaguya. And there's a part where she gets really, really upset and the animation kind of all falls apart and it's very like pencil and just like hard drawing. And that's what it reminded me of a lot in this show. Mm -hmm. All of the pencil stuff. And I love that part. I think it's the coolest part in the movie. (laughs) So this was really neat to me. I like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's great because we see a lot more of it. It's not just like a one-off thing. Yeah. Um, So to defend against the ghost, Reagan starts throwing salt at it. Because that's an old wise tale. And turns out it's just table salt. It's not purified or blessed salt at all. So it does nothing. It just <laughs> gets salt. the ghost calls him a buffoon. <laughs> he calls him an idiot. Um, so he's like, well, what you know, what do you do now? And the ghost is a guy who was so terrified of a roach when he lived in that building, he jumped up through the ceiling and killed himself. So he threatens to do to that. Go. He threatens to do that to <laughs> everyone else. Um, and once the salt fails, Reagan calls in his sidekick. His, uh, his secret weapon. And we find out it's a small middle school boy who just comes in and just wrecks shit immediately. It just dissolves the ghost into nothing with the flick of his hand. And this is Mob, the titular character. Yeah. Woo. He's a very simple Another boy. son to add to our son collection. <laughs> oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> well, let me, I mean... let me dust off the shelf <laughs> so we can... Uh... At right. another spot. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, he's very deserving of it, because he is a very good boy. He's a he very is. good boy, we will learn uh, soon learn. Um, and yeah, he gets rid of that ghost with a flick of his wrist. And then we get the opening. God damn, do I love this opening sequence. It's a, it's a good opening. 
The song is a banger. The animation's crazy and weird, and it shows like all the characters and some of the plot. But it's so insane Vague and, and strange. You don't, it doesn't spoil it. It's just like, oh, that's ha- okay. This is happening. I was a little bit hot and cold on it because the counting made me very anxious. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought it would be like uh, spaced out a little bit more, not straight up counting to 100 oh yeah yeah one when it started spot. and like they, they started counting i was like they they can't they're not yeah. gonna do that are they <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> those madmen. <laughs> but they did craig you absolute madman <laughs> and yeah they they skipped around they, but, they jump uh, a few yeah. numbers but in the full yeah, song they'll it, go through the one to a hundred sequence <laughs> Yeah, it it definitely made me anxious, but that's part of apart the fun, from though. that, <laughs> we you like feel, you feel mob stress. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, it's it's part of the experience. I just did not love the experience. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and this was performed by the mob uh, choir, so I think this is a group like like the song was composed specifically for this opening sequence, which mm. is not something I at least I see too often. So it's, I, it's very I would be very confused if someone already had an existing <laughs> song where they just yeah. count to 100. And they say mob all the time. Mob, mob, mob. It's a very convenient song. Wow, I can't believe we found this. How lucky are we? <laughs> oh no, a different anime is already using it. Yeah. <laughs> so after the opening sequence, we see Mob and Reagan back at the office after Reagan got paid. And he just... Drops mob like pennies, the equivalent of just like a you know maybe Ugh. a dollar or something in change. Yeah, and we find out that he mob gets is paid three dollars an hour. That's how much. Yeah, he gets yeah. Paid. Oh, that's how much I made delivering pizzas. <laughs> it's super illegal. Dang. Yeah. Mm. Um. So we find out mob's hit Reagan's assistant, and he's helping him out. And it's pretty clear that mob is uh er that Reagan is a con artist, and mob is the one who's actually doing the heavy lifting of this exorcism practice because mm-hmm. he's the only one with actual powers um yeah reagan is the face because you can't really advertise have this middle schooler <laughs> clean your ghosts out with the most basic unemotive face on the planet <laughs> um but reagan is also teaching mob kind of emotional growth and like how to act along pe- with people and kind of principles we see uh there's a quick line but it comes up throughout the series uh that reagan tells mob never to use his powers on people like that's a really yeah. hard line he draws i wrote that down i was like he shouldn't use his psychic powers on people like that's a legitimately good lesson to teach this kid yeah which is not i didn't expect a lot of ethics to come out of this con artist but yeah that, that's a good one yeah, he's maybe a heart of like brass. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of like that's his biggest redeeming quality. <laughs> Everything else is like that might be nice, but overall you're still kind of a sleazeball. But yeah, so he's helping Mob grow kind of as a person because Mob is kind of dull and bland and stilted. He's kind of like a robot brought to life. He has kind of no personality whatsoever. And on his walk home, we see him looking at the change and thinking about what Reagan said. And this is kind of the first look we get at Mob's counter. Where it says he's at 22%. Mm-hmm. And then after this moment, we meet his family. And they're kind of run-of-the-mill family. Dad's giving a little jokes. Mom's chastising him for bending spoons without meaning to. Um, Whoops. Yeah, kind of showing he has so much power. He does, He's pretty. He's in pretty good control of it like most of the time. But then every now and then, something will slip out. And the little bit that slips out is already so powerful. I can just casually bend spoons without him realizing mm-hmm. it. Mob, yeah. stop bending spoons with your brain. God damn it. <laughs> right. Not the nice silverware. I <laughs> guess coming over. Um, and then this is where we meet uh, Ritsu, his brother, who is just the idealized child. He's just the perfect brother. He, uh, We don't see it in these three episodes, but we see it a little later. He gets perfect grades. He's doing well in all the sports. He's very popular with his classmates. He does his chores. He's a good son. He's just like the perfect child. He's his younger brother, right? Yes, Mob is older. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not to say that Mob is a bad kid, but just everyone is compared to Ritsu. Um, So he just doesn't live up to his younger He is exceedingly mediocre. That's what it seems like. Yes, he's not actually bad. He's just not good. (laughs) Yeah. He's not proficient in really anything. Um, And then the next day, we see Mob going to school, and we get a little hint at... uh, (laughs) 
Subami, his crush, who is so beautiful to Mob that every girl around her just looks like a vegetable. And oh, I really that's like why it was like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little subtle, like it's real quick, but like that's the only time we really see it, but I thought that was a fun way of like showcasing how beautiful she was. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then we see Mob in his regular school day and we see him struggle yeah. at everything. It's, it is cemented how mediocre he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's really not good at sports, he's not good at class, he doesn't study, he's not popular, he's kind of a weirdo. He's just, he's just a dweeb. Yeah, which is great for a shonen story. That's what that's what the audience relates to because we're all dweebs. <laughs> we're dweeb weebs. Um, and then uh, Reagan calls Mob saying, "Hey, I got another job for you. We're going out to this highway tunnel in a mountain that's supposed to be haunted, and everyone that goes in there is never heard from again." And as they're going in, Mob is like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely haunted. There's like a lot going on in here." And they start getting attacked by a gang of ghosts that Reagan can't even see because he just has no sixth sense whatsoever. And Mob just quickly, you know, bats him all the way at the flick of his wrist. And that's when Reagan bumps into the boss, the big biker. Big scary boss man. Yeah. Uh, with another butt chin. <laughs> he got that good butt chin. Mm, mm-hmm. And then he's wearing one of those like sumo like thongs. So you also just get to see his butt. But Yeah. I was also <laughs> kind of thinking at this point, I was like, does Reagan believe he has powers, or is he just super committed to the bit? And he, then he said something literally a second later that I was just like, oh, he's just super committed to the bit. He's super committed. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's also lying to Mob, saying he has powers, and he's always saying, like, oh, I'm so powerful, if I did anything, I would destroy the mountainside. You have to do it, and take care mm-hmm. of these small fries. Yeah, he keeps small saving fries. the weak spirits for Mob, which is every spirit Everybody. they come across. <laughs> yeah. So, as this big biker ghost is about to attack reagan mob is able to put up a force field and stop him and then just d- dissolves him away just d- starts tearing him apart and right before he gets rid of the ghost he mob stops because the ghost is saying like oh wait there's a bigger even worse ghost further in the mountain it's like a hundred years old and it's like destroying e- killing everyone that comes into it and just people are never seen again and like that's who's doing all this like be like don't go any further down this tunnel and, um, I'm not the big bad. I'm the mini boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, we're only doing it because we're getting bullied by this ghost. And at that point, Mob starts going further down the tunnel to investigate by himself. And the little uh, boss ghost and Reagan are staying back, trying to figure out like why Mob's doing this and if he's going to survive the encounter. I would also like to point out that this uh, boss ghost... He, he was part of a motorcycle gang where they all died because the front person <laughs> slipped on a banana peel in the tunnel and they all crashed and died. <laughs> oh, yeah. Their bike <laughs> slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> yeah, when he tells him about the bigger ghost behind him, Reagan asks, like, oh, is that what killed you guys? He's like, no, we just we slipped and then just had a 15 bike pile up and all died. <laughs> like, oh. Everyone else was killed by the spirit. We were just buffoons. <laughs> <laughs> we're idiots. Um, so Mob goes further into the tunnel, and we see this big, slimy, melty, teeth eyeball ghost that just munches him. Just takes a big old bite into Mob and just swallows him whole. And yeah. once again... And that's the end of the series. And that's it. Thank Mob's you dead. for joining us on this. What a great show. <laughs> now we're following Reagan, trying to cope and explain to his parents why his son is dead. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Uh, and then once again, we see Mob just barely move barely react and the ghost is gone he just dissolves the ghost and like these are strong ghosts and that's just showcasing how strong mob is that it takes so little effort to do this uh and after he defeats this big ghost he finds a photo of the biker gang right before they all died and he gives it to the biker ghost and with that they're able to all peacefully leave into the afterlife what a nice boy he's sympathetic even to ghost even the ghost that attacked him I did like that it wasn't sort of, oh, we have to kill every ghost we come upon. It's a, oh, let's resolve it however we can. There's other ways to resolve issues besides violence, which is weird for a shonen. <laughs> and then at this point, they uh, head home and uh, Reagan, I wrote down that, uh, that Reagan was chastising Mob like, hey, let's go out for some ramen. But, you know, if you're going to get you know pork, only get two slices. And then one of the final shots we see is... You know, Mob's tiny, you know, 
insubstantial bowl of ramen and then Reagan getting just everything there is on the menu, just filling it up with pork and corn, onions and all this stuff. Uh, also showcasing, Reagan's kind of a dick. He takes advantage a of mob. Bit. He's very aware of his uh, uh, exploitation of mob and his uh, powers. Yeah, mob asks him why he didn't do anything and he's just like, the small fries. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Not worth my, my time. I gotta, I gotta hold it back. And yeah, we don't see the ending sequence of this episode, but we hear the ending uh, theme to it. And I'm mm-hmm. not as big of a fan as the opening one, but I still really enjoy this music. This is uh, right in line with my taste. So, good episode for me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's episode one. For episode two, we get a cold open of the the terrible, awful curse. So a, a client comes in with the curse that Reagan describes as... The one-click curse that you get from watching internet porn. <laughs> the only way to exercise this this terrible curse is uh, a massage. <laughs> because <he's, laughs> Reagan's true specialty is uh, massage. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, I was like, it, why doesn't he just own a massage parlor? And then he, I realized that, like, what's so special about that, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's actually so yeah, a he, really good masseuse. Like, if he did open a massage bar, he'd probably do pretty well, besides just lying to people. He could play up that angle, but he's like, no, this is a, a ancient exercising technique, and just rubs the guy's shoulders. Gets <laughs> a little friendly. Uh, and melts the stress away, <laughs> freeing him from this curse. <laughs> oh, I want to point out, um, while he's talking to the client, we see Mob in the back. A quick shot of him reading a comic, and that's a One Punch Man comic. Like, that's the original art style for when One was uh, drawing them. Yeah, they drop references to it all the time. Yeah. That I was seeing. But yeah, he's he sort of scams this guy. He (laughs) rids him of his uh, porn ghost (laughs) and and sends him on his way. Thank God. And Mob gets his, like, two cents for it, Mm -hmm. and... uh, (laughs) He starts to uh, question, they start to have lunch, and Mob is questioning uh, what he's doing there. Reagan thinks he's realizing that he's being scammed, but Mob is just worried he's wasting his youth. Because mm-hmm. uh, adolescence is a time for romance and friendship and finding hobbies, but I he would, is this not is completely work. This is completely insignificant, but I just wanted to say that takoyaki being very hot is so relatable. <laughs> I just because I've a... only had takoyaki a couple times, but it's always been so hot. Mm-hmm. I just have a nice. I thing. have never had it. So God, I... takoyaki always looks so fucking good in anime. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't just... actually like it, but it looks delicious. Yeah, I've had it like once or twice. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fan, but every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I want some so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you two have fun without me on this. <laughs> <laughs> They're octopus balls, if that's. Oh, they're that... like fried fried octopus balls. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, now I got it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's starting to question if, if he's wasting his youth. And Reagan says, "No, you sh- you should be working. It's great. Working is awesome. It's amazing." <laughs> because he doesn't want to lose his only ghost hunting skill he has, <laughs> which yeah. is a different person. This way to make money. Yeah. I also like when Reagan says like, "Oh, do you want to be a rock star or dance?" He looks like, Mob looks like Charlie Chaplin, who I guess is the most iconic dancer. I guess. <laughs> I thought that was just a weird drawing. We then cut to the uh, school's telepathy club, <laughs> where we see one of the members leaving uh, because he no longer wants to be a part. So the uh, five member group is now down to four, uh, mm-hmm. and they cannot be a school sanctioned group anymore with just four people. And almost immediately, the student council VP, uh, Tokugawa, shows up to uh, basically get rid of this nuisance of a club because he wants the uh, room that they use for anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone more productive. The group is led by the president, uh, Tomei, who is very into telepathy. Everyone else is sort of just hanging out yeah they um, just want to have some snacks and chill yeah it's just a clubhouse i do want to point out one of the members has uh deku hair <laughs> the green outline <laughs> yeah i saw him in one of the background shots of uh when mob was being mediocre in school and i was like ah he's back so i'm glad he's a bigger member <laughs> our other son story <laughs> 
It's a crossover episode. <laughs> Finally. Wow, Mr. Peanut Butter and Jack Horseman? I was watching it last room? night. This is a crossover episode? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they need to find a new member in quick. So they go on a montage of basically begging everyone in the school to join. And everyone is like, no, that sounds creepy. What? Why? Why telepathy? <laughs> you could do anything else. I have a girlfriend. I have a job. <laughs> Literally anything else. Just not being in telepathy club would be better. Yeah. I really so, yeah. like the the shots, like the reaction shots of them going around asking everyone. Like some of them were really good. Just getting like grosser and grosser. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, they keep uh, hunting down everyone and they realize no one who actually has a life is going to join their club. So what they need to do is hunt down the one person who doesn't do anything else. And that <laughs> is Mob. <laughs> I like how the last person they asked to join the telepathy club is the one person in the school with telepathy. Mm. Yeah, because it's established that the member who goes and gets him is like, hey, I remember this kid from grade school. He could do telepathy. Yeah. And he he just kept that in his back pocket because <laughs> he assumed anyone else would join before the telepath <laughs> yeah and i don't think i would if i were her i don't think she does this but i'd be like why didn't you bring him here first yeah <laughs> dumb bitch wasting the entire day yep they pull mob in and beg him to join and he is not at all interested but he's a he's a polite young lad so he feels obliged he calls up reagan to say hey i'm gonna be late i need to join this club and reagan's like dude do you want to be in it? He's like, not really. Oh, then don't. Hold on. I have to call my dad. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to call permission. My dad and ask. <laughs> I need to call business dad. <laughs> I have to call my dad. Oh, your real dad? No, my shitty dad. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Tomei and Reagan start to fight over the phone saying that we need this kid. He's the only thing that's going to keep this club going. The member who pulled in mob... Pulls him aside and says, hey, we don't really believe in telepathy either, but Tomei is really into it. We just use this time to, like, hang out in a school-sanctioned room. And we, like, eat snacks and goof off. It's it's not that he doesn't believe in it, because, like, it exists. Like, Mob has telekinesis. It's been proven. Yeah. But he's just kind of like, oh, we're not interested. And I was just thinking, like, how are you not interested in telekinesis? It's, like, the <laughs> coolest thing! Yeah, there's there's this thing where people can make stuff float, but I just really want to eat chips. God, That's you... me, honestly. I think, <laughs> I think telepathy is cool, but I don't think I would ever, like, I don't think it's possible to learn how to do it. Or just sit around appreciating the concept of it. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. What a know. good idea. Mob, when they say, hey, just join and hang out, sort of flashes back to his conversation with Reagan about how he's wasting his youth and he wants to uh waste his youth by goofing off <laughs> instead so he agrees to join the club but that has to wait because uh before he can sign up for the club he has to go on a job with Reagan yeah mm -hmm. and this job is at an all-girls school that they are not allowed in so Ooh. naturally they pull a Bugs Bunny and they dress up <laughs> like girls we stand drag queens <laughs> number one in our lives are uh, mine yeah <laughs> anime uh, and drag that's, that's <laughs> this this checks all the boxes for you <laughs> So, I, yeah, like, uh, I like how they don't get changed when they get to the school. They walk through the city and drag. Getting a yeah, they gotta, they gotta get their backstory, which is walking <laughs> to the school. They want to go in physicality school. ready. They walk up to the school, and of course, uh, as soon as Reagan walks in, the security guard is like, "Uh, no, you're neither a child nor a girl. <laughs> what are you doing? How'd get you out, you." You goddamn perv. <laughs> How'd you catch me? Oh, I'm not blind? <laughs> it's very obvious. I loved... Brendan, is this the one you watched in English? Yes. I loved, like, the little valley girl voice he did, Reagan. Oh, yeah. He was like, I'm just trying to get into school. Because it was, like, really, like, subtle. But, I don't know. 
I'm a big fan of the guy who played Reagan. I thought he did a really good job. Like, he, his voice was, like, super casual, which is not something you hear in anime, usually. So, Reagan has to hit the bricks, but Mob uh, is let in because he uh, does not have any masculine traits going on. So, he <laughs> he is let in without any hassle. He's, so, like... He's like the default character in a customize uh, character customizer in a video game. Ooh, like he's just a label. blank yes. slate. Very he, smooth. Yeah. He is an egg avatar. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. He is let in and he has to go meet the contacts on the roof of the building because the school did not sanction this. It's two students who have noticed a poltergeist floating stuff around causing mayhem. Mm-hmm. Ruckus. Also, I should mention uh, his stress meter is about 35% when he is led into the building to do this job on his own. Yeah. Yeah, we see him uh, go up a little bit each. and uh, few, not each interaction, but a few interactions he has throughout the days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was going to get super stressed from having to pick between uh, the club and Reagan, but that didn't really affect him too much. Nah. Yeah. The club was sort of put on hold. Yeah. <laughs> he He wasn't too invested with the club. He didn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I love the little jabs that the two students that hired him give him of saying like, yeah, we just, we need a ghost hunter. So we found the cheapest one. <laughs> and it was you, I guess, you middle schooler. <laughs> you you get what child. you pay for. Like, why did you sneak in? Like, well, we couldn't get in. Understandable. You don't want a weird, creepy guy coming into a high school out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. An all girls high school. Yeah, yeah. No less. Mm-hmm. Where's Takeo when you need him? <laughs> yeah. Stand guard. We track them as they hunt this ghost as it moves through the building. And it uh, leads them to the basketball court where the basketball team is practicing. Because what ghost doesn't love the opportunity to mess with a basketball as it's going into the hoop and just <laughs> stopping it midair? Just deny that shot. Miss. <laughs> ha. You'll never win your division this way. Ha 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 ha. Mob traps the ghost in the basketball court so it can't escape, mm-hmm. and uh, it gets very mad that this tiny child has thwarted him. He goes on to to fight the dang thing, where it uh, tries to take hostages, but he is he is too strong. He or sniffs. Mob is he's he's a scent ghoul. He's a sniffing title. spook. Yeah, he's gross. Ah. He looks like a dried up sponge. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. He curses uh, Mob for give, for taking away his sweet spot, and it's very gross because he's yeah. like this middle aged sounding ghost. He like tries to make Mob sympathize with him. He's like, "You're just like me, and now that I'm dead, I've actually been having a good time, and you're taking that away from me." And it's like you were at an all girls high school spying on girls in the bathroom. Specifically noting that you're playing with their bras and making them float in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, creepo. Maybe you, you shouldn't perv. be having a good time in your in your afterlife then, you creep. <laughs> Jesus. I do like when he's defeated, we get that stop motion painting style again mm-hmm. when like the ghost is fading away. Yeah, the like ghost transitions into like in and out of the physical space is all this like paint style and it is very good and very appealing. So yeah, he vanquishes the spirit and the ghost questions if he is living his life to the fullest cuz he's running around dressed like a girl hunting ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Don't, don't kink shame. Yeah. <laughs> kink shame, kink same. <laughs> 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 I love it. Thank you. <laughs> he he hunts down this ghost and then he goes back to the club because he needs to sign all the forms to join and become a member. But just as he arrives, uh, the student council VP Tokugawa has the new club that is going to take this room. He didn't want them to keep the room, so he's already shopping it around. Yeah, he's already set up. Uh, the VP questions Mob if he really wants to join this group and asks what he wants to do with his life. And then uh, he sort of flashes back to his crush, uh, Subami and how he wants to be with her. And that's what he wants to do with his life. 
So rather than join the uh, telepathy club, he turns around and joins the uh, bodybuilding body improvement club. Yeah. We don't get into it in these three episodes, but these are the best boys. They're very (laughs) good boys. Even beyond their muscular stature, they're very good people. I love them. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that because they seem very jockey and uh, bro-y. No, no, so no. I didn't. I couldn't imagine them being uh, sweeties. They're very good boys. I think <laughs> the fact that they like at the end of the episode when Mob is like, "I'm gonna join your club," they're just like, "Hell yeah, dude!" You like, want to join us? In. You want to get buff? Heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> gonna make you into a swole boy. Gonna get yeah. big. But yeah, and that that's sort of where we leave off on episode two. Yeah, and we actually get to see the ending this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which is, is incredible. Amazing. It's all done in that painting style. Yeah, I love the part with the cat. It's very, very short, but it's just like a cat walking. And it's just like, ooh, it's lovely. Reagan throughout his day, and it's all black and white until we see Mob. And then there's color in it. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> think of that. <laughs> That's yeah. so cute. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> it's very sweet. It's a good so, relationship. Yeah. So in episode three, it starts off with uh, the Body Improvement Club, and mm-hmm. Mob is on a run with them. Gonna get swole. Gonna get swole, but it's not going so well. I'm trying to get uh, swole. <laughs> the way the animation when Mob runs is just like same man. Like that's what I look like when I run. Just completely just a, disgusting. A zombie shambling behind yeah. these buff masculine Olympians. <laughs> yeah, and there's like another like there's another little peek at like these guys being good dudes because he faints, and they're like, oh, he must be anemic. Like let's take him back yeah, help to the out. room. Yeah, I, I tried going for a run earlier this week, and it was like. Three minutes of running, and then, like, 45 minutes of dry heaving. Like, yeah, I just do walks. <laughs> I don't run. It's not good. Yeah. So they take him back to the club room, where the telepathy club is still hanging out. Yep. Um, yeah. The, this also points to how they're sweet boys. Uh, they don't really need a room. They just use it to store their equipment, so they yeah. still let the telepathy club meet, even yeah, though they yeah. technically aren't a club. It's people. great. They're just like, oh, thanks for letting us use the room. And they're, he's like, yeah, sure, of course. And then they're like, he fainted. Please take care of him. <laughs> don't and let I was him kind die. of like, oh, maybe don't leave him with them, though. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the nurse? Yeah. So he, he wakes up and uh, Tomei, she's kind of like, mm, I don't believe you're a psychic. Prove. Prove you're a psychic. <laughs> Um, so he picks up, he picks up one of the, uh, body improvement clubs, uh, dumbbells and like floats it across the room. Uh, and he holds onto it and then he un-telepathies it, telekinesis (laughs) it. And he just goes, oh, it's heavy. Like really fast. Because his telepathy or telekinesis is very strong and then his body is very weak. Yeah. But I just love the way he said it. Like it was just like all one word, like, whoa, it's heavy. Oh, jeez. Well, he even points out, he's like, I always use my telekinesis for everything, so I've never had to, like, train my body. Like, that's why it's yeah. so exceptionally weak. Yeah. He's just it makes sense. a mediocre boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tomei, she tells him that the reason she's so into telepathy is because she wants to communicate with aliens. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting, because I was like, that doesn't really seem like it's <laughs> Mob's thing. It doesn't, doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I don't think that's in his wheelhouse. Yeah. And he says, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I've got to go pump some iron. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go get Old, jacked. Oldest excuse in the book. <laughs> excuse me while I get swole, young lady. <laughs> yeah, and all he really wants to do is just, like, get popular, like, get more appealing to people. Mm-hmm. Well, because... specifically his crush. Right. Uh, Tsubami. Tsubami. And, and... Tomei suggests just reading girls' minds, and I was like, oh. Uh, why? No. Why? Don't, don't no. do that. That's a bad way of doing it, I think. Let's not read teenage girls' minds. Don't be Professor X. Don't be a creep. Um, yeah. But also, it's. Mob has telekinesis. He doesn't have telepathy. He can't read people's minds. Yeah, no. So, he couldn't if he wanted to. Yeah. So, he goes and talks to Reagan. I guess I didn't write much about that scene. Um, yeah, but like, happens. yeah, what it really comes down to, and 
this is what I like about Reagan so much, is that even though he is, like, just a gross con man, he is so supportive and, like, so nice to Mob. Like, he's just, like, an older brother to him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so sweet. He, like, clearly cares about him, but not in the financial sense of he will pay him a (laughs) fair wage. Here's your $3 for the day. Get out of my hair. But yeah, he doesn't want him to like suffer because he cares about the lad. Yeah, he kind of tells him like, ah, puberty. I remember that. And he's like telling him about stuff. And it's just nice. It's a nice relationship and I'm into it. (laughs) I'll teach you morals and take all of your money. Perfect. I'll teach you morals <laughs> while also being a huge liar. <laughs> well, having none the rest of, my own. of the money goes to your lessons. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Mob is walking home, and a woman approaches him in a weird mask that's just mm-hmm. a smile and two very perky eyes, and she kind of goes through like a laundry list of like, "Oh, you're having problems at home," and he's like, "No," like, and she's like, "Oh." Uh, your you your grades sad. are suffering? Yeah, your grades are suffering. <laughs> Not really. And then eventually she gets to, no, it's your love life. And he goes, oh, how'd you know that? <laughs> just right away. The one. coldest cold read a uh, <laughs> person has ever given. Yeah. And um, she's like, why don't you come with me to to this fancy new religion that I've, that I've been a part of? And he just goes, uh, I don't know. And she says, you'll be popular. And he says, okay, let's go. I'm in. <laughs> He's so easy to just sway. So yeah. on board. <laughs> so she takes him to the LOL organization. It's a it's a religious group that was started a month ago. Yep. <laughs> Super it's legit. fresh. And Gotta get in on the ground floor. Yeah, they go down an elevator. Literally, the ground underground floor. <laughs> I think it was like basement because, six. Like it was way down. Yeah, there. they were way down underground. And she just goes, Oh, make yourself comfortable. LOL is in no way a suspicious group. And it's <laughs> just like, yeah, that sounds a lot like something someone would say if they're in a suspicious organization. Yeah. It's just very clearly a cult. Yeah, without um, a doubt. Yeah. So the leader is this guy named Master Dimple who has the ability to make anyone laugh. And uh, because Mob is new, they put him up on stage with a man that they someone apparently found sleeping on a bench with newspapers in a park. Mm-hmm. And a classmate of his, who again, I did not write down her name. Uh, Mezado? Yes, that's it. Mezado? Okay. I didn't write it um, down either. <laughs> and she's actually there to, like, investigate it. She has, like, a little camera. She's like a little sleuth. She's a journalist. Yeah. She's a Harry Writing the for the school newspaper. A yeah. Nancy Drew. <laughs> uh, Harley Boy, is that it? Hardy. Hardy. Did Hardy you say boys. Charlie Boys? Charlie Boys. Charlie's. Charlie Horse. <laughs> um, Charlie Horse. Yeah. The horse detective. <laughs> oh my uh, Bojack god. Bojack Horseman's estranged cousin, Charlie I, Horse. I want that show to get a new R. Oh, that'd be great. It's just people <laughs> and then one horse. Perfect. <laughs> oh. Real quick, I yes. like when Dimple, uh, Master Dimple comes out, just fingered guns, just locked and loaded, just already, just pop out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's High energy. the sign of a true leader. <laughs> yeah, his mask is very uh, no-face mixed with the puppet from Five Nights at Freddy's, if either of you know what that looks like. <laughs> yes. It, it's very a, spoopy. Very reminiscent of that stuff. I love a good cult, so this episode was good for me. <laughs> Cults love are fun. Love a good cult. I don't remember who says it. I guess uh, Mizuto says it. She just goes, man, what a creepy group this is. No, it's the man. It's the homeless man. He says that. Yeah. He's just like, man, this is creepy. I don't know if I'm into this. <laughs> I'm homeless, but you guys are weird. Yeah. So so Master Dimple has come out and he's just like, laughter is happiness. You laugh through the pain. You can laugh through anything. And it's just <laughs> like, who <"Hoo>, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot a good, going on there. Not yeah. a good coping mechanism. <laughs> and they all of their masks look like creepy shy guys. Yeah, yeah, they're all like yeah. a bunch of creepy shy, shy guys. guys. And they like all take off their masks and they're all still smiling underneath. It's all very yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> icky. Icky and spooky. They bring them back out into the crowd, uh mob, miso Mizo, Mizo, Fuck. I'm turning <laughs> to I'm gonna call her Nancy Drew. <laughs> Welcome to my hell. I know. I should have written down her name. I don't know why I didn't. I, like, missed it when she said it, so I didn't write it down. You can um, say Nancy Drew. Yeah, Nancy I'm going to call her Nancy Drew. And then the homeless guy. 
Um, they bring them down into the audience and uh, they put a hood on Mob and they put a hood mask thingy on the homeless guy. But Nancy Drew is like, mm, I don't know about this. And they're like, what's up? And she's like, how how did you gain so many followers in just a month? And he's kind of like, ooh, I'm just really powerful. Ooh. You're asking a lot of questions. I yeah, don't like that. Yeah, you're asking a lot of questions, Missy. Not into it. So she says, uh, like, there was a rumor about hypnotism. And he's like, ah, uh, if I was hypnotizing people, could I do this? And they pull <laughs> off the homeless guy's mask and he's, like, smiling. He's already smiling. He's joined in. If I, if I could hypnotize people, would I hypnotize people like this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's exactly would what this would guy do. immediately be hypnotized? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> She gets got to, they put a hood on her, mm-hmm. and uh, when they take it off, she can't help but smile, and she's like, oh god, I don't want to be smiling, but I am, and I hate this, this is so weird. But, Mob, he has had his hood on for a little bit, he is not susceptible to the hypnotism. He's got the strong will. He's immune. Yeah. So he's just like, mm, this didn't work for me, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm outie. And uh, Master Dimple isn't happy with that. It's never um, happened before. So yeah, he says he he made this religion because it was like the least violent way he could sort of <laughs> get a powerful group. But since there's an outsider, oh you got you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet. Yeah, you gotta. But I did like. You I gotta kill down... some middle schoolers to, to start a cult. <laughs> yeah, that's a good religion. I, I liked so like I think when Mob was trying to leave like. Master Dimple was kind of like, but you're missing out on all of this. Like, you could be so happy. And then Mob says, yeah, well, my dad says that people who don't smoke are missing out on half of their lives. So I think people define missing out differently. And I was just like, hell yeah, Mob. I wrote that down. That's a very good line. Like, Yeah, yes. like this, this show delivers such good, like, little quips like that of just like, that's so ingenious. Like, I've never <laughs> thought of that, but it's so cool because it's true. I thought about it longer, and I took it in as uh, people who never smoke are missing out on half their lives, because if you smoke, you're only going to have half your life versus yeah. having a full life. And I was like, oh, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, that's clever. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, Master Dimple gets pretty mad, and uh, he's like, if you if you don't join, like, my whole thing is to be the religious leader of the world, and it's like, yeah, not a cult at all. <laughs> this <laughs> is fine. Not a cult. So, uh, in order to leave, oh, and at this point his stress is at 58%. Yep. So it's getting up there. Um, in Try order it. to leave, uh, he has to have a staring contest with three of like the, the I, I don't know why I'm thinking of giggle leaders. <laughs> uh, appropriate names. I, it was a laughing contest though. Yeah, yeah, so they had to stare at each other with a mouthful of milk, and whoever spit out their milk would lose. And Mob did it because he just loves milk. <laughs> <laughs> or he's dead inside, but yeah, okay. <laughs> milk too. It said, no, the narrator yeah. says, coincidentally, Mob loves milk. <laughs> oh, I must have missed that. I was yeah. wondering, though, why is it mil- Why couldn't it have just been water? Like, I don't know. Because it's maybe so gross. Maybe he knew. Maybe maybe Master Dimple knew that he just loved milk so much that he would do anything to have the sweet, sweet cow juice in oh, his God, mouth. <laughs> just like them spraying milk at Mob repeatedly. Just like gross each time. Just like, ugh, ugh, ugh I ugh. hate milk. Because as they go through, not... he gets more and more covered in yeah. milk. And it's yeah. like, ooh. It's like Slime Time Live, but with milk. Yeah. Um, but so the three, the three giggle leaders come out and they try to make Mob laugh, but Mob is just... An impenetrable wall. He Stone will face. not laugh. And the they most just stare stoic at him and... middle schooler in existence. Yeah, and they just stare at him and they crack up. Um, and it's again like this is a recurring thing theme in some of the things we watch, like with Deku, with Deku and Bakugo, and like just people overestimating people's intentions. Like Master Dimple is like, oh, this kid is like trying to ruin my cult, and it's like no. He He's, just wants to leave. Just let him go. It'll be fine. Like, he won't tell anyone. Master Dimple is like, well, now you have to face me. <laughs> and they put a little something. I couldn't tell what they did. If they, like, made his milk spicy or, like, put something in it. Yeah, they just said he added something to the milk. But they didn't specify what it was. It, yeah. I don't know if it was a visual thing I missed as I was writing notes. Yeah, I don't. or maybe it was, like, I don't think some they ever kind say. of special psychic thing. 
Um, but so Mob, yeah, Mob takes a sip of the milk and he immediately spits it out. And that's another cool shot where it's like, it looks like he's like foaming at the mouth and the eyes. Yeah, yeah. But it's like kind of hand drawn. It looks really neat. So like for a minute, like all of the people kind of get like. We won. Well, their, their brain is like, it's taken out of like the hypnotism. Yeah. But just for a minute. Mob's reaction to that kind of lets loose some of his power and he dispels the hypnosis across everyone. Yeah. So it shows that Mob like has the potential to fix these people. Um, And then he kind of starts having flashbacks of uh, being on the playground with these kids and they're all kind of joking and laughing. And he's like, what's wrong with you, Mob? Like, why don't you laugh? And he's like, I don't know. He says, are you having a good time? And Mob is like, yeah, I am. If you're bored, just go home. He's like, I'm not bored. I'm not bored. I'm having a fine time. I'm just not laughing. My face just doesn't do movement. (laughs) Yeah, I just can't do that. I was born with Botox in my face. (laughs) Yeah. So after those flashbacks, part of the flashback is his first crush, Tsubami, saying, Yeah, Mob, get a clue. And that, like, triggers something in him. Mm -hmm. And his uh, stress level raises to 74%. Goes up quick. So he's, yeah, he's getting there. And um, he kind of starts, like, taunting Master Dimple. He says, like, bet you can't make me laugh. You want to make me laugh? Try. And then it is revealed that Master Dimple is actually a psychic user. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, how he does hypnosis. Yeah. So so he's like challenging him and he's like, do it. Make me laugh with your psychic powers then. And I'm just like, hell yeah, Mob. Oh my God. Um, And then it's kind of revealed how it all works with like the counter. Uh, Mob kind of holds in all of his emotions. It's not just his stress. He just like holds in every emotion he has. And then eventually it all just comes out mm-hmm. as just like a big, huge outburst of rage. And I really like Rage Mob. <laughs> I love how sassy he is. Yes, Extra quippy. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh shit, here we go. I'll, I'll point out, since we don't get to see it in this episode, it's not always Rage. It's just 100%. Like, whatever motion he whatever has at that point breaks open. This one just happened to be uh, Rage. Yeah, but and I'm into it. It's very good. <laughs> Yeah, and he's just, like, again, just, like, super taunting this guy. And he's like, your shit's weak, man. Destroy me if you want. (laughs) You couldn't make me laugh. Let's see if you can destroy me. So Mob pretty much just wrecks his shit and gets rid of this guy. Just tears him apart. Tears him apart. All of the people are free from the hypnotism. And Mob leaves and they're like, maybe we should go find him. Maybe he is, like, a prophet. (laughs) He is the one true leader. (laughs) I kind of like that. Because people with, like... The messiah sort of, well, not messiah complex, but, like, the follower complex, like, always see, like, that's the kind of mentality that gets people roped up into cults like that, is they're always looking for the leader to follow, and then as soon as one is dispelled, they just find the next leader. Yeah, and then uh, Mob goes to talk to Reagan about it, and he's kind of like, oh, I feel bad, like, they were all happy, and now I feel like I kind of ruined it for them, and it's like, no, honey... You really no. didn't. You stopped them from being brainwashed. I yeah, think they you're were okay. brainwashed, honey. And like Reagan kind of does that too. Like he's like, nah, hom- nah, Holmes. Like, <laughs> Homie. you got it. Like you did a good job. You did a good thing. Um, and then like at the very end, we see we see Mob wake up and he has a very slimer looking dude hanging out in his room, and he's just like, hey man, what's up? It's me, Dimple, <laughs> the guy you just murdered. <laughs> oh is it yeah yeah oh it he, he has the same like rosy cheeks as the leader did because it uh sort of is glossed over but uh dimple the cult leader was uh dimple the spirit possessing the leader. uh leader oh yeah they the leader was yeah, yeah they was, like, see him man. unconscious and they're like he doesn't look like how he did before yeah, yeah. well all right i didn't know that but that's where episode three ends yeah yeah it's a good and that's what we finish. got to see. One other little One Punch Man Easter egg is on the soda cup of the fast food uh, Reagan was eating in that last scene. You see a little little uh, uh, One Punch Man on there. Oh, oh I didn't cute. even see that. Yeah, I didn't notice it. I was going to say, there's another one where back in the telepathy club, when they're reading comics and like playing video games, one of the comics they have is just uh, Saitama from One Punch Man, and it just says one above him and then one on his shirt. Because one <laughs> is the author and then one punch man. <laughs> I like that. So there, I guess there's an Easter egg maybe in every episode. Huh. Yeah. That's fun. I love Easter eggs. That's yeah. good. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. 
So those were the first three episodes of Mob Psycho 100. Fun, I love fun. it. <laughs> so yeah, um, are we there yet? Yeah, let's let's see how everyone let's dissect. Uh, yeah, I actually in the first episode, a note I wrote down was, "I am having trouble taking notes because I just like this. <laughs> like I'm just yeah. watching it and I want to be paying attention. I actually really enjoyed it because this is just a comedy." Yeah. Like, yeah. for now, straight up and down, like, it's just a comedy, and I love that. Yeah, and also the art style is so unique and interesting that it was, like, hard to look away because you were afraid of the, like, quick cuts in and out of, like, hand-drawn animation yeah, and the paint style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's very beautiful in its yeah. grotesqueness. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar with One Punch Man in the premise of, like, this singular character is so overwhelmingly powerful that there aren't really fights it's kind of like at least one punch man is more of a parody and a satire of those action shonen tropes of like all the dragon ball z-esque fights whereas mob psycho is kind of like he's so powerful the fight scenes can't really go on for too long because he'll just obliterate whoever the opponent is (laughs) so they really have to work with it and kind of change how they would traditionally view that fight and choreograph it so they have to yeah. really be, like, original with it and not just do tropey stuff. Yeah, I like how it sort of cuts to the chase because we know the hero is going to win. Yeah. So, like, especially in the first few episodes where it's all lower-level people, it, it's nice to sort of get, like, oh, they're fighting, and 15 seconds later, the fight's over and Mob wins. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> even with the biker ghost, it's like, I'm the bi-, Like, you get the backstory bit, and Mob's just like, all right, let's go, like, you know, wrap this up. We got to move yeah, on to other stuff. Yeah, it's all very quick. Yeah. There's plot to get to. <laughs> yeah. Wrapped up wrapped up nicely with a bow. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys yeah. think? Would you continue to watch it? I would say, based on... Since I, like, scrubbed through a lot of the later stuff, I don't want that to influence it too much since I didn't actually watch it. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like it gets a little bit more into classic anime territory. Yeah. Um. So that makes me a little bit weary. Uh, but seeing the, like, just, I loved the art in this. And it was so interesting that I I feel like I may continue at least a little bit just to keep, I, I need to look at the pretty pictures, basically. <laughs> yeah. Give me the shiny images. I'm yeah. definitely interested in watching more. Just because I like Mob and I also like Reagan. So yeah, like, yeah. I want to see how their relationship progresses, and I want to know what else happens, so I would. I would keep watching it. And there's only 12 episodes, so we're a quarter of the way through. Oh, I didn't realize it was that short. Then yeah, I will probably finish. Yay, love a good short, lovely show. (laughs) Yeah, they're working on season two, but as of right now, it's only the first season. Same with uh, One Punch Man. Like, the second season's in the works, but um, uh, there's a lot of parallels between the two series, and a common one is... It's kind of a parody or a satire of the genre it's kind of poking fun at, Mm. but only while the main character is there. So for like One Punch Man, if Saitama, the main character, isn't in that scene, it's pretty a standard like action shonen like fighter series. But then when he's there, it's kind of a joke like parody of it. So some people do have that complaint where like when that titular main character isn't there, it's kind of the run of the mill same stuff. So it's mm. only good when mm-hmm. that main character's around. Yeah, well. Seems good for now. You can only <laughs> circumvent those tropes uh, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be parody 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually you run out of things to parody. <laughs> God, I mean, look at Mad TV. <clears throat> Whoa. Anyway. Whoa, what a dated burn. <laughs> <laughs> I was coughing to try and cover up, but who the hell would get offended by that? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us this week on Are We There Yet? Uh, Brendan, Dana, where can people find you online? People can find me. My handle on everything is Queen Weeaboo, but with different punctuation in the middle. So my Instagram is Queen period Weeaboo. My Twitter is Queen hyphen weeaboo Ooh. and my Tumblr is Queen underscore weeaboo. Ooh. Get the full range. Yes. Winning for the asterisk, Queen Weeaboo. <laughs> uh, I am on Twitter primarily. I don't really think I do anything else. I would stream on Twitch, but uh, fucking Time Warner is garbage and a nightmare. Wow. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Burn Call that them out. sponsor. 
They are no, we don't want their money. That's blood money. Um, so yeah, Twitter. I am abts brendan, and that is because I also have another podcast called Almost Better Than Silence. So you can check that out. That's primarily video game based and just incoherent rambling, just a lot of dumb bullshit. So there's your. You are is that not what you do so here? Well. <laughs> I mean, you listen, you'll you'll get it in the first episode. <laughs> and uh, you can find me at Mr. Patrick Dugan on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And I don't really do anything else. So <laughs> just those. <laughs> you can find the show on Are We There Yet on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, please, it would be very helpful if you could uh, write a review on iTunes if you love the show. Or even like the show. Or just tolerate it. And uh, again, if you don't like it, keep you it to can yourself. eat my ass. <laughs> just Do kidding. anything else with your time. Just don't write a negative just review. don't review us. You don't have to Put be your positive. negative energy elsewhere. You don't have to be positive. Just don't be negative. <laughs> Love that. But yeah, uh, seriously, it's very helpful for a show starting out like this in since we have less than 10 episodes right now. And uh, we need to thank uh, Camille Rooley for our beautiful artwork and mm-hmm. Louis Zong for the song Stories off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you again for joining us, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Bye! See you!